I went a very bizarre route and I added significant length and girth to the journey. Where did you go? Yeah. Oh, I just went all around the houses. I basically did a zigzag. Anytime I, anytime I venture to a destination without a map, I completely fuck it up so horribly that I'm shocked at myself. Yeah, because from like, your place to Talbot Street should be very like nearly direct. a straight line. Yeah, I didn't do a straight <laughs> line. <laughs> I did like a zigzag stitch. Okay. Yeah. Is like there on an, an overlocker? Is there one near you? A Dublin bike thing. How near is it to you? On like, it's on like, I think it's called Charleville Road. It's like a 10 minute walk away. When I lived in Ranla, they didn't have one. I thought that was really weird. Yeah, that's such a slightly spot. Like, yeah, because yeah. in some places they have like three all yeah. within like ten meters of each other. They must have one in Rathmines, but I can't think where it is. Yeah, but anyway, also judging you for cycling, I think that's so weird. Just get a taxi, no, or a rickshaw. <laughs> that's Ma- not the rickshaw. I didn't even think they were still a thing until we got one recently. <laughs> I thought they we were got gone. a rickshaw the other week. And Annie um, was sitting on her laps. <laughs> he had to just yeah, hold on to her like for dear life. handbag. <laughs> that man was so nice. Wasn't he? Yeah. And he had a beautiful nose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what you said. I was like, you can't nose jump. Because <laughs> it was gorge. It was perfect. I love a good nose. Oh, you must have been rickshawing for a long time to get a nose jump. Oh, yeah, I know. Flat out with the rickshawing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Free Drinks at Layla's, the podcast where I, Layla Beatty, have a drink with a guest and discuss the topic du jour. My guest this week, it's the return of Annie Queries, <laughs> um, drag artist and, um, well that's it really. <laughs> that's all I know and a woman for. in STEM. A woman, a in, woman STEM. in STEM. Mm. No, I'm a, I'm a repeat customer. We're here mm. for the sequel. Yes. You're not the first to return. What? Yeah. I have no idea what order these episodes are going to come out in, but somebody returned before you. I'm not ah, going to say Jesus. who. Jesus. I can't have um, anything nice. I'll mouth it to you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Mm. Well, like, okay, I understand that. I think she was before you in the... Oh, no, she wasn't. Never mind. Well, we mustn't discuss anything contemporaneous because it's going to throw the chronology all off. No. No, no talking Only, about the Ryan no, Tuberty scandal. No, no, no current affairs. Yeah. Only nostalgic I cannot wait for the coronation next week, though. Uh, me neither. <laughs> of, of Prince George. <laughs> I don't know when this is going to be played. It could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah who knows what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. We're, fut- we're future-proofing. <sighs> yeah, let's let's um, discuss every eventuality, actually. I can't believe we're back in lockdown. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> off. No, 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 no. Um... Okay. Well, we so, are in a bunker, so that kind of tracks. <laughs> are you um, enjoying your fame since the first time on the podcast? Oh, goodness. It's opened I'd up. I'd say you so can't many. walk down any street. I can't. It's opened up so many doors. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. No, a girl came up to me at Pride and was like, I'm listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh my God, a stranger oh, is listening to my wow. podcast. And she was like, um, I know everyone who's been on the episode except for one person. Oh. I'm not going to tell you who that is either. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, and she was like, and 
Yeah, so she knew who you were, apparently. Oh. And I was like, you knew Ani? I know. <laughs> How bizarre. Did you see that yesterday on my Q&A on Instagram? Somebody was yeah. like, how are you friends with Ani Query? Who is that? And just some randomer. Oh, yeah, my goodness. I have no idea who they are. Well. Um, and you don't follow them either. Am so. I being investigated? I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm posting you too much on my What's story. That? <laughs> I don't want my brand to be associated with yours. <laughs> no, no. That's not going to work out well for you. No, in the well, long run. no yes, way. Yes. Cancellation imminent. <laughs> Pending. Um, We're just building up the case. Yeah, so um, I suppose we better do this whole podcast thing. Um, oh, is that why I'm holding this microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very chic, isn't it? I know. These last time you came, we had those horrible stands, but yeah, no, this is gorgeous. They're kind of like they're like um, there's like slimline. They're very slimline. tiny. Yeah, yeah, I like them for that. I think they um, they're like the Galaxy Ripple barge. Remember them? <laughs> That's what they're exactly like that. <laughs> no, do you know those like videos where somebody has like a little tiny mic? Yes. And they're like interviewing people. That's what I feel and like. They're so cute. But um, yes, yeah, these are adorable. I said they. I said I got bought penis mics, and yeah. Then Jack looked at them and was like, "How big was yours?" And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm not going to call them that anymore because <laughs> they are tiny. They're rather slim. Mm. I wouldn't be oh, pleased to find this. Before we start podcasting, I have an update. Okay. I had my work on. Oh, yes. Congratulations. Thank oh, my you. God. It was The shit. elusive O. <laughs> it was very bad. As in nothing like, nothing like okay. what it would have been before. Right. But I've been reading a lot about it. Okay. And it's a really good start. You can right. build up to it. The earth didn't move, but you saw a, the, the water in the drink tremble like in Jurassic yeah, Park. It was like maybe. a really good sneeze oh yeah. uh, well they say one sneeze is like one eighth of an orgasm oh yes mm. so you should just I actually since I got a vagina pepper. when you sneeze it oh <laughs> I was going to say it does come out your vagina but no it doesn't but like you do feel it down there <laughs> why did that kettle just go on on its own oh my god did haunted. you see that okay this is, where, this is where one of the bombs went off you know in the Dublin spooky. bombings Um, that kettle literally just flicked on and off again Anyway, it maybe it's co- talking about you flicking your. I'm mind. just really freaked. <laughs> I'm just really freaked because um I've been listening to the creep dive a lot. Anyway, let's podcast. Um, <laughs> the topic du jour is hit it, Nile. Gender. Woo! <laughs> a gender reveal. Ge- <laughs> I revealed the gender. Um. So it's not something we could probably talk about for very long. No, I don't think we have much no. to say on this. No, um, we talked about this with Porco. I talked about this with Porco. Um, <laughs> and he, yeah, we had like really interesting things to talk about with gender mm. and stuff. Um, so now I'm going to do it with you okay. as a whole ass topic. Um, yeah, an ass topic. An ass topic. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, what's it like to be... Any queries? Um, do you know what? Honestly, from a gender perspective, it's so, it's such a mindfuck. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Because I've always been like very femme. Mm-hmm. And in a funny way, because of all the, um, you know, when I was uh, in Oh my school, God. What? We're drinking vodka soda oh. things. Oh, um, yes. Because okay. Annie made me drink gin last time. Yeah. And now we're drinking said, vodka. Sorry, yeah. I knew if I didn't do that there, we'd forget. Okay, let's continue. No, we're, ha- we're having vodka. <laughs> don't, you don't even need to edit around that. Let's just, yeah. let's just do it. Okay, um, cool. Um, and it's lovely. 
It is actually nice. And we're not at our home in the Bernard Shaw and I'm missing it greatly. Yeah. We're at an undisclosed location. Yes. We're at Redacted. We can't let them know where we are because no. we'll get mobbed, swarmed. <laughs> Somewhere on Talbot Street. Um, shh, you already said too much. <laughs> I've said Talbot Street about a million times in this oh podcast God. already. Okay. Go, 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 go. What else is the other thing you keep saying? Cosy Livy. Stop! <laughs> Oh my God, Niall told me that. Hashtag Cousy Livy. He was like, you need to stop talking about the cost of living because you keep doing it. And I was like, it's very current. <laughs> and, but I'm not doing it to be current. I'm doing it because it matters. And well, then... No, that's going to age the podcast terribly. And then... <laughs> yeah, because this problem's going to solve itself. <laughs> yeah. um, it's but then going to last another few months. Everyone was coming up to me on the weekend, the weekend of Pride and being like, apparently Liam says all you do on your podcast is talk about Cosy Livies. <laughs> and I was like... I'm going to kill him. And then when I finally did see him, I was like, I've heard the track of your tongue and he laughed before I'd even said it because he knew exactly what it was. Like, I know you have a topic du jour, but you kind of have a subtopic du jour every time as well. And topic to Cassie. topic to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cosy Lives. Oh, Cosy Lives. I mean, it is actually, I mean, it's the backdrop. The shoulder was cheaper than I thought it would be. Oh, yeah, because we, we got into the cost of alcohol. It was like 12 alcohol. 50, I think. Yeah. See, and that was the shelter. And how much was the gin? You said it was nine euro. A nagging of gin was oh. nine euro. That's only half a shoulder. Okay. Now it's not cost now, price effective. No, I think we need to be honest with your listeners and just admit that we're not drinking a premium vodka. Shut up. We are not uh, drinking. We're not even drinking some. I drank all my Grey Goose. I'm sure you did. Um, yes, we're on Hazar. I we're say, on Hazar. Hazar is age, a lovely drink. I could die. I need. Mm. I need very pure. Spirits at my age, yeah, because my organs are already struggling. Well, I'll let you buy next time. <laughs> oh, for part three, part three, part. I mean, there's Trois. definitely going to be a part three. Um, this time it's personal. what are you doing this weekend? I'm only joking. <laughs> can we can we get into this, please? <laughs> um, okay, no, no, we were talking about. Oh, yeah, let, let, let's just yeah. start again. What's it like to be? <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a dream no it's honestly it's such an interesting experience of gender because my I've always been very feminine anyway mm-hmm. so and I used to get bullied a lot for that so I sort of like um, I think you I seem like somebody who was, was bullied <laughs> <laughs> oh I see the pot calling the kettle black on this day <laughs> no um, yeah uh, but Funnily enough, because I know, I think a lot of people who would get, you know, if you get bullied for something, you, you try and change it. Yeah. <clears throat> because you want to remove the thing that's making you a target. Um, but for some reason, my response was to sort of like lean into the femininity mm-hmm. and sort of abandon uh, the masculinity mm-hmm. in myself. Because I actually thought that trying to express any masculinity I'd be actually subject to more ridicule because people would be like look at this absolute sissy trying to be a boy you know so mm. I was like I'm just going to stick to what I know that makes sense you yeah. know uh, and I'm I honestly very I am grateful on one level that I did that because I love femininity and I think it's beautiful mm-hmm. and um, I I think obviously that that adds to your presentation as the drag queen if you're trying to prevent like present a hyper feminine image yeah it obviously helps that you have like a lifetime of experience with being 
Yeah. And absolute pants. Mm-hmm. Do you know that does help? Yes. Um, <clears throat> Not but, a word I've heard ever. That must have been a slur when you were a child. <laughs> oh, it was. I've got I've got all the old school Pons. slurs. A pants. I actually quite like it though. It's a bit gas, isn't it? The cab. What? What show. was? What? He's a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> yes, I was. Quite. As you were rolling your pinwheel across the across the yard. <laughs> <laughs> in my bloomers <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah so but, but so, and you know when when I was um but then like conversely like what I'm attracted to I'm very I'm attracted to masculinity um like in a sexual way mm-hmm. I'm not really um attracted to femininity in that way I think femininity is beautiful and mm-hmm. it inspires me but um in terms of like that side of things, I wouldn't really be into it. So, so then I was always into like the, you know, the absolute brutes who were like bullying me. I also kind of fancied them a bit. So that was yeah. like such a mindfuck as well. And now, as any queries, what I've discovered is because I do uh, have a very hyper feminine presentation that loads of like straight men do come like sniffing around me. That doesn't shock me at all. And <clears throat> I love it. It's so fun because I feel like I have like all the power now, do you know? And yeah. and they look at me in a, a way that is like not. I haven't experienced that from straight men before. It's like sometimes like this like weird bedazzlement. Mm. And it's so interesting. I'm just fascinated by it. It's like a totally yeah. different side to men that I never saw before. Yeah, you know? I completely understand that. It kind of men when they like discover that they're like attracted to a trans woman or to a drag queen or to I don't know anything that like and this is their perception of things Mm -hmm. not mine at Mm -hmm. all but anything that they see as like was once a man and now maybe is something I'd like to play with yeah and that kind of fascination I can see how it would be like exciting and stuff but to Mm. me it just like exhausts me because I just think we should be way beyond that. Completely, yeah. Yeah. Like well, when somebody <clears throat> tells me, says to me, oh, I'm straight, but I'm attracted to you. <gasps> oh, like that ick, kind of thing. I'm ick, like, ick. like, it's just, <clears throat> I'm just so tired. I'm like, oh God, it must be exhausting to be in your head. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God, I just did it again. Okay, girls, the kettle. The kettle has a mind of its like own. It, it's not even just coming on on its own. It's flicking. Maybe the kettle has thoughts on gender. Well, apparently, because the two put- times it did it was when I talked about having an orgasm and now <laughs> when I'm talking about men being, oh my God, the ghost is attracted to me. <laughs> oh my God, the ghost. What if we listen back to this and we can hear him whispering? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, what was that? <laughs> um, anyway. <clears throat> yeah, when I, I was at Mother... <clears throat> The other week Oh Annie Like this was so gross I was having such a great time mm. This man This really handsome man Kept making eyes at me And mm-hmm. I was like Making eyes back Gorge. Obviously yeah, All grand yeah. And he comes up to me eventually And he's like You're beautiful And I was mm. like Thanks You know when I'm drunk I'm like this You're beautiful <laughs> <laughs> And he was like um, And I'm straight So you're doing a really good job Ew Then Ew. he tried to give me a hug <clears throat> And I literally was like Oh sick. Fuck off And he was sick. like What 
Oh, I like, okay, you should be off. grateful. You should be grateful for receiving our compliments. I'm straight. You're doing a good job. Oh, oh thank you. My, my whole purpose in life has been to appeal to you. But that's what they think. Exactly. They think it's all about them. It's all about getting them. The male gaze is so real. Like, even men think that women are for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not just women being like, oh, men, look at me. It's like men being like, women need to look the way I want them to. Like oh, that. yeah. <sighs> but that, but that, and, and that's when, you know, the whole thing, um, the whole disgusting um, thought on trans women trying to deceive or trick men. Mm-hmm. That is because, like, they are assuming that a trans woman's journey is ultimately about... Sexual. Nabbing them, yeah. yeah. So they're doing everything they can to like deceive them and you yeah. know, smoke and mirrors. And then, oh, I got you like a spider. It's like, it's not fucking about you, you yeah. loser. I have pals who like, well, not pals. There's somebody who I follow on social media who I've met like once and she's like very famous and I'm calling her a pal. But uh, <coughs> she Mark. was like talking about how she like prefers or is very comfortable with the term transsexual still. Mm-hmm. And, like, I understand it and, like, I wouldn't take issue with anyone calling themselves it. I would think I would take issue with them calling me it because I mm-hmm. just think there was a reason that we stopped using the term transsexual and that's because it's nothing sexual. Do you yeah. know, it's not a sexuality. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, It doesn't feel... It doesn't feel accurate. Yeah, I think transgender <coughs> is like such a long word as well. Like it goes on forever. Like transgender. I just aged here. Transgender. Tr- yeah, yeah, three syllables. Trans, I like. Ain't nobody know? got time for that. Trans. But then, you know, trans, people call me a trans girl and I'm like, a girl? Mm. Thanks. But like, I'm also, I feel like a 12 year old. You know? Yeah. yeah. And then trans woman, I'm like, I feel like a 60 year old. <laughs> yeah. Trans girl is very like, yeah, like a little, little. Trans lady. Little. Oh, trans trans lady um, trans later trans activist I think I'm a bit drunk trans yeah activist. I am I am too <laughs> but you know but the whole thing the, you know the whole thing around like getting drunk supposedly getting drunk getting drunk no um, just, you know ostensibly straight people or like straight people people who identify define straight. themselves as straight yeah, yes. or heterosexual and they might find themselves um, attracted to a drag queen I think <clears throat> that can make them spiral a bit because they think that they're attracted to the USP about that woman, which is, oh, it's a man for a drag queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, what I think they're probably responding to is just, it's like, it is a hyper-feminine presentation and they're attracted to the femininity of it, which is basically, yeah. they're attracted to someone who's presenting as a woman. Yeah. So it doesn't actually mean anything about their exactly. type of attraction they have. But they spiral because they're like, well, what does that mean? It's like, you're literally having a visceral carnal reaction to it's a very primal thing so like you have things that you're attracted to in a woman and if a drag queen presents that then you're gonna the bells are gonna go off definitely but it doesn't mean they're not, they're it's not because oh my god there's a willy in there it's like that's literally not what oh. you're into like relax but like it's you know. it, it is the obsession with genitals that exhausts me oh, um absolutely. like the whole yeah. like you know the last thing I think about <clears throat> if I was attracted to someone is their genitals. But I, mean, I also recognise that I'm very... <laughs> it's, I also recognise that I'm very, like, open and stuff like that. And, like, I've always been very open sexually and not everyone's mm-hmm. like that. And people have these, like, this shame tied up in their sexual yeah. sexuality and stuff like that. I never had that once. That's um, great. That's I don't brilliant. know why. Yeah. 
Anyway, but, oh my but, god, I never but, asked but, a very important question. Which is <laughs> yeah. this podcast is going oh to god, shit. We, we're the the wheels have come off the cart. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> the flick the, is gone um, off in the kettle. <laughs> the um, yeah, like I, if if I was attracted to a woman, I would get with her. If I was attracted to a man with a vagina, I would get with him. This whole thing of like, oh, what does it mean about me if I'm attracted to somebody? I'm just like, oh fuck yeah, like, off! Call yourself whatever you want. Yeah, I call myself straight. Yeah. I am super super straight. Mm. And then some people, but I, but sometimes I'm like, oh, like I'd be very open to being attracted to a woman. And some people are like, well, mm-hmm. that means you're bi. And I'm like, well, no, I don't think it does. Mm. But I'm like, all these are just words anyway. None yeah. of it matters. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I could show up to fucking a party someday with a woman who's my date or whatever. And I don't think anyone around me would bat an eyelid. No. Like who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, well, and people... ditto with all my <laughs> friends, you know. Um, people, I think, you know, they get very invested in categories and labels and their whole identity can hinge on it. A lot of poor like, well, nice chats were about that. Yeah, yeah, this whole. I think the more labels we introduce into, and this is going to be controversial, mm-hmm. the more labels we introduce into the queer community, the more we're dividing ourselves. I think so too. I don't think we need so many subcategories. So many. Know. Yeah. Well, I guess people, 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 I can see that it gives people um, a sense of community or belonging or An identity. The, yeah, 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 exactly. I think like call yourself whatever you want and like define yourself however you want. And if you're using that as a tool to meet similar people, then mm. I understand it. Mm. But this whole like, you know, as long as it's not dividing us, because, mm. you know, when people say like, oh, about the flag, yeah. like the rainbow flag is for all of us. That is not a gay man's flag. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Um. I know. Yeah. Well, I think even, you know, the trans it, flag is very necessary because it's like, yeah. It's necessary these days. It's politicized and stuff like that. But anyway, sorry, go on. I I do get shocked now about um within the queer community the uh sectors like there are me. there are tribes of gay men usually cis white gay men mm-hmm. who reject trans people from the community and yeah. then I get nothing to do with you. Why are we aligning with them? And I'm just like, how? How can you maintain that level of ignorance? But we know how. Oh, it's easy. Yeah. I and know, like, but also, it's so disappointing. It's like, you, honestly. They see us being oppressed and they forget that that was them in the past. You know, that kind yeah, of thing. Like, it's this forgetting the history. And then it's also like this fucking naivety because it's like, if right wing people mm. somehow got rid of us, mm. their next target would be you. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah, they're fools. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to align with, like, they're trying to... They're basically the ones kind of standing behind the bullies and being like, get up, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Like, Joe's yeah. going to get you after. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I think naivety and hate and rejection and all that kind of stuff, it's all so easy. <clears throat> yeah. I think like to be compassionate is actually hard. It's mm. more tough to like put yourself in loads of people's different shoes because you realize yeah. actually the world is really tough. And it's a really yeah. hard place and on so many people. Yeah. Whereas like if the world is going easier for you, it's easy for you to just be like, oh, well, everyone who's whinging is just doing yeah. something wrong. Yeah. 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 You don't have to face very uncomfortable truths. Definitely. About the world and possibly And they yourself. are so uncomfortable and they're oh, so depressing. Yeah. Horrific. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Whew. People just want to be in their little bubble. Yeah. It's funny that to me that speaking of gender, <clears throat> That um, I have so many drag queen friends because for so long I was so uncomfortable with drag. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't stand it. 
Literally, I would Myself. go into the George in a drag show would start and I'd leave. Right. I don't know. I still haven't put my finger on it. Mm. I think it wasn't at all to do with me because once I got to know some drag queens and actually like gave the art of drag a chance, I was like, oh, mm. this isn't at all what I thought it was. I think to me, I was always like, I think I was like projecting because I was like, are cis people watching that and thinking, oh, I'm the same as that or something mm, like that? You know, I think mm-hmm, that's where my discomfort mm-hmm. was coming from. No, but there are, <clears throat> aren't there, um, there are communities of trans women who who don't like drag. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I read an article one time about how drag was problematic. Understand. Yeah, I can't remember. For a magazine I used to Oh, really? Yeah. And so what like I what we should kill them all <laughs> oh fair I agree honestly drag queens are rotted <laughs> I've never met such a bunch of mentally ill people I know that's why life. they're all my best friends yeah <laughs> and that's why I feel so at home <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I I am interested because I can I can understand certain aspects of of why they feel mm-hmm. that way but t- can you like explain a little bit what the main perspective on it is yeah, after these quick messages. <laughs> no, we're going to go get a quick refill and we are. This is a new thing I do. Um, okay. And we're going to have some quick messages. What does Keith Lemon say? I'm going for a poo. See you in two. <laughs> Hello. Pardon the interruption. It's Layla here and I just wanted to chat for a minute. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I'm really enjoying doing it. If you are enjoying listening, maybe you'd consider pledging a bit of financial support. I've now set up a Patreon for the podcast at patreon.com forward slash pre-drinks at Laylas. There you can pledge a monthly donation of a euro, two euro, three euros or four euros. Getting financial support means that I can pay my contributors and continue to produce this podcast. I don't intend to hide any content behind a paywall. If you become a patron, you will have first access to any live shows that I do and exclusive access to certain discounts. If you can't afford to pledge any support, please don't worry about it. I hope you'll still continue to listen and to spread the word. Once again, that's patreon.com forward slash pre-drinks Thanks so much, girls. Okay, first of all, before we get into it, I, I'm just realising, I literally had a moment there like two yeah. seconds ago where I was like, I referenced Keith Lemon before we took a break. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I that one Keith Lemon show though. Yeah, it was One good. time I went to see the movie though, the Keith Lemon movie. I didn't know there was one. It's shocking. Oh, good. But I also told my mom to come and oh. traumatised her <laughs> there's like a scene in it where he just like splooges <gasps> oh goodness all over him for like 10 minutes and oh, my mom was like, she like had her hands on her head oh. and she was like I need to leave she was like look at what else is on in the cinema I'm going to go into <gasps> something else <laughs> she needed Jesus <laughs> mama BT. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea oh goodness um, back to drag <laughs> yeah tell me what what's what's the main uh, objection see I don't know because I, I don't I don't really engage for me I was always like before I recognised it as like playing with gender mm-hmm. I only saw it as like men pretending to be women sure and I saw a lot of like I thought when I looked at it in the context of men dressed up as women I was like this is really fucking offensive because I was like yeah. first of all you're doing this like hypersexualized thing mm-hmm. which not everyone does which I've mm. learned since but mm-hmm. like it must have just been like my, my limited experience and then like I remember being in the George one time and like I was like I'll try and watch this and like the you know, whatever queen was on I have no idea who it was because this was years ago before I actually knew 
good differentiation. Could have been you. Um, no, <laughs> but it uh, wasn't me. She was like, um, oh, talking to people in the audience, she was like, oh my God, you look like a slut to like a, a woman. Oh, good. And I was like, ugh. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, that's a man dressed up as a woman. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm like, oh, that's just somebody playing with gender and it's mm. not that serious and it's mm. fun and it's, mm-hmm. and it's, I can't go as far as to say it's important <laughs> because I think it's kind of silly. But now it is a big because joke. it's so politicized. It yeah. is important to keep it going. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't ever think there should be a society where it's not, where it doesn't happen. Whereas in the past, I used to be like, has that not had its day? Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I, I can understand I think in the in the gen pop, there can be a, a, an inappropriate conflation where people can think that trans people and drag performers are one and the same. Yeah, but that's which, not drag queen's fault. No, no, Sorry, no, no, that's true. Yeah. But I can just I can see that that would be an yeah. extremely um, irritating uh, layer mm-hmm. to it all. Um Oh, well, I mean, you know that's a lair because yeah. I've told you about many of my experiences where yeah. people think I'm a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> I've been living as a woman for what? Like seven years? I mean, two. Yeah, but you're just I'm a so fierce. Young. You're just a fierce. Um, that's what it is. <laughs> it is. Remember when I was um, at the House of Wigs show one time and I was like standing by the door because I'd used the bathroom at the front door and I was just like standing there and this woman was leaving mm. and she shook my hand and she was like, thank you so much. That was brilliant. <laughs> And it's like I had nothing to do with that. That was a drag show. I'm in the audience with you, you fucking weirdo. And then, well, and then you make it all about like, yourself. I was like, which one did she think I am? <laughs> this is definitely done it. Oh god. Anyway, well, you see, I think well, you know, drag. Um, it, it it's always been political, I guess, and um, yes, um, I, but it's also evolved. You know, it it definitely. Um, I think in its early, earlier iterations, it was more sort of like punk and outlandish, and it was supposed to be a little bit gross, yeah, and like shocking mm-hmm. and like messy. But now, it, you know, it's really polished, and it's about beauty, and it's about like different things. The mainstream version of it is this like high polish, high glam. Yeah, definitely. Um. Thing and I think like it's funny. Um, I so I have performed obviously at like super queer events like pride things, and then I've also performed at like other events that might be not so queer. And my experience in doing that is so different in the two I arenas. I can only imagine. I'd imagine it's quite depressing. It's oh, it's awful if you're in if you're in the wrong. Yeah. Um, in the wrong vibe it's awful because like so if, if you're in the right environment which is like basically people who can see what you're doing see what your intention is they understand the art and they're celebrating it enjoying, they're you know enjoying it they're you know thinking you're fab all that kind of stuff yeah Be lovely yeah which is nice but then if you're in a different context where it might be not so queer you definitely feel more like an oddity and people are just like the butt of the joke yeah yeah, yeah. There, there's a bit of laughing at of course you know? 100% or, not for the reasons that you want them to be no no which is a, a degrading almost you know yeah. you feel like at the court jester and uh, or like um it's yeah there's something weird but but and and sometimes like they don't they don't mean it uh, or it's just they don't get it 
do you know? 100%. And so they're just looking at you like you've about 10 heads and they're kind of like, oh yeah, that's lovely. That's yeah. a lovely gooner you have on. Stephen, is that your name? You're just like, <laughs> oh my God, stop. <laughs> do you know? And it's just a totally different um, thing. And and you can, you can see that like a lot of people who are like say, cis and they've always been happy with their assigned gender and they're happy with all those bits they've never really had to think about it mm. for them it's just so bizarre and unthinkable and unfathomable that somebody would want to dress up as the other yeah do you know or play with it in any way the know? kind of drag I feel uncomfortable around and I don't have the <clears throat> issue with it because once again like it's not harming me at all but like do you ever go on holiday and see a drag queen on like a, like somewhere like I don't know Lanzarote or something yes. and like yeah it's just like a lot of men in a pub and stuff and like I can't imagine the amount of like hands they get on them like that kind of stuff but then also sometimes they lean into it and I kind of get it too because you're trying to be funny and stuff but like when they pull up like a straight man and like I don't know do something like give him a laugh dance or like try and kiss him or act like oh this is a big joke that you you imagine us having sex ha 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 yeah. I'm like oh god I know it's like they're like, debasing themselves yeah. yeah it's hard to watch it can't be yeah I'm just like it's very dance monkey isn't it yeah 100% and like this whole thing of like um, was it oh yeah Pork said on the episode with him that like he, he had a friend who went to a gay bar in was it like Canada or somewhere like that and when they arrived there was like a group of like Irish lads on like a stag mm-hmm. watching a drag show and trying to get involved thinking oh, it was goodness. like so gas oh, and no. I, I was like oh, that God. kills me yeah that's horrifying yeah you don't really do no with no. in straight like because I, I remember asking you and Donna this it was when we were in Paris like the just name dropping we oh Paris by again. the way sorry Donna is human <laughs> that we don't talk about her more on the podcast I know we haven't episode. actually mentioned she was like it all. took ages for me to even be brought up so Donna fella I just want you to know that we're talking about you now and we love you yes but you're we take that hole. box Jesus <laughs> yeah, Christ yeah. we have a friendship outside of you um, <laughs> yeah I remember being like is that not gross and you guys were like oh well we don't do that anymore like we're fortunate enough to not have to do that anymore. Yeah, thank God. No, because that, you know, when you're starting off, you kind of do any old gig just to see, you're kind of, well, you kind of want to, you know, get it established. And yeah. then you're also curious about like what the various types of. Exactly. You don't have experience are. of things. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, there's just some gigs where you're just like, oh, my God, get me out of here. Like, yeah. this is not for me. Do you I know? don't know how comfortable now I'd be with like a drag <laughs> show. In that was outside of the spaces that I see them in. Yeah. No. Even in the George, I find myself looking around mm-hmm. to be like, is everyone on the same page here? Mm. I think generally they are in they the are. George, which is great. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I still find like, myself getting nervous because like, for example, yeah. like the one I mostly would go to is the House of Wigs shows and yeah. they're like ticketed events. Everyone yeah. has signed up for this yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like but that. People so can just I really in. relax there. Yeah. And I, I get this, like, I don't know, I got this, like, defense mechanism. And it's so funny because, like, I wouldn't I wouldn't identify with drag queens at all, really. Mm-hmm. But I got this defense mechanism where I'm like, if you're laughing at them, then you're probably... Laughing at all of us. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you're probably the same person who, with your friends, would 
The cat dog. Look. Don't let her throw it's you on. off. I know. Somebody. Oh. So, Sorry, this is weird. What the fuck is going on? Um, anyway, um, I like how we're all terrified, but none of us have unplugged it. We're just sitting here as like no, because it's fascinating. Well, let's see where the night takes us. What's if if you're here, problem? turn it on. <laughs> if you're a boy, don't turn it on. <gasps> it's a boy. <laughs> it's a boy. Okay, we can relax. We're talking about gender. <laughs> um, um, well, I think yeah, I know exactly what you mean because. Uh, I've been I've done gigs right which are in a queer space but they've been I'm not going to use the word infiltrated but they've I think you should use they've, that word they, yes they were infiltrated by groups of straight lads who feel like they're on safari and they're just going in just being like oh look at all this madness look at all this isn't this gas do you know and in that context, I'm just like, oh my God, please get out. Uh, but then I'm also like, because I'm a bit tapped, like I end up, like if I talk to them and I can see I'm causing them confusion, that amuses me. So I keep yeah. doing it. But I feel like I'm toying with them at that point. Yeah. But then they think they're having a big laugh and they're just like, ha ha ha, look at this cross-dresser. Oh. I'm just like, oh, give over. Yeah, I remember even, was it like, oh God, when was that? Like two weeks ago? We were on Grafton Street and that girl came over to us. <laughs> Such a Dublin experience. That girl came over and she was like, um, was she crying? Or was she just like, anyway, she gave me a big hug. I don't and I just had her in either. my arms. Yeah, yeah, you were pretty oh. gone. But I was I was hold, clutching her head to my bosom like she was tiny. Oh. And I was like holding her and she was like, I don't know where my friends are. And anyway, her friends oh. came along and they were all men. Oh. And that was grand. Oh. And then one of them had a birthday cake and we were like, you have a birthday cake that's hilarious and they were like it's our birthday and I was like why are you crying on your birthday anyway that was how it was going it was all lovely then I realised that they were like breaking their sides laughing at us <gasps> and I was like Annie ew, come on ew and then the this girl that was with us mm-hmm. I assume mm-hmm. um, was like uh, what and I was like come on let's go I was like come on I was like and I, I didn't make a secret of it I was like they're clearly just breaking their shits laughing at us I'm not doing this mm. and she was like yeah I know but like I can't remember what she said yeah I know but like it's funny or something like that and I was Ew. like it's not funny to me and she was like okay sorry she apologised straight away okay good but I was like stayed at them like again like going back to like formative experiences I definitely was an object of ridicule for being so feminine so if I'm gonna lean into that as much as possible I don't want to repeat the experience where people are like you know wink wink nudge nudge isn't that gas like I want to be with people who understand Don't what me. I'm doing and appreciate it. Do you yeah, know? I have these memories of like always feeling so tense no matter where I went because like a group would burst out laughing. And then like for a long time, I didn't really get involved with like the queer community and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, mm-hmm. when I first came to Dublin and stuff, because I just thought, oh, well, I'm just going to live my life as like a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't need to associate myself with anyone else. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously I had gay friends and stuff, but like. And I'm then, so sorry to hear that. <laughs> and then um, I would be like, I'd feel guilty whenever anything happened around my friends because I'd be like, you feel like obviously, you brought it out, brought it on. Yeah, like yeah. obviously they treat. Oh. No, it's not that I'd feel guilty in that way. It's like they treat me like absolutely, you know, how I should be treated and how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I would feel guilty for how awkward they felt about it. Yeah. Whereas now, yeah. a lot of the time, obviously, I still hang out with straight friends all the time and stuff. And like, I don't have that guilt anymore, thank God. But like mm-hmm. now, a lot of the time when I'm hanging out with like 
queer friends and it happens I'm like well they understand mm. oh yeah I never realised that there would be that comfort mm. in hanging out with people who like understand in that way well yeah because like you're when you're if you're with like straight people when that happens you're just getting like othered in front of them you're yeah. just getting pulled away from them and like singled out as separate in some and way. immediately I feel the need to be like ha ha that was you know funny that was nothing like, yeah I'm and not like, wounded deeply yeah. <laughs> yeah I know it's awful but like sometimes I'm really am and wounded and but I'm like mm. I still feel the need to perform like yeah. do you know yeah. sometimes I'm like but that was such a stupid thing that that person said to me like yeah. you know I was at a filming job like last year and I was standing on the street and these like little kids came up it was in like quite a rough area mm-hmm. and they were like do you have a tissue and right. uh, because one of them was bleeding I don't know why of course God knows why <laughs> and like they were tiny they were like 11 oh. and I took a tissue out of my bag and I was like here and he was like did you use this and I was like no I didn't use it and he burst out laughing <laughs> and then he was like to me are you a boy and I was like no oh, God, and he was like alright and oh. like the, they walked off and everyone in the thing was like <gasps> and I was like that was like I said no to him and he was like, all right, like, yeah. you know, like, but then like he, yeah. he walked off and that was grand. And then yeah. and we went and we did. Our, but when I was leaving, I remember I was walking and like about three people came up to me and they were like, I'm so sorry that happened. First of all, I was like, fuck you, because you're pulling me aside on my own to tell me that you're sorry. Yeah, yeah. Second of yeah. all, I was like, he was 11. <laughs> like, I don't care what about his opinion. He was 11. <laughs> you know what I thought when I was 11? Like, I was sick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna get bruised by what an eleven year old says to me. I'm twenty five. I mean twenty one. But children are awful. Yeah, but also like they're so thick. Like I was such a arsehole when I was a teenager. They're just learning. Well, you know, kids just approach everything with curiosity. But that's what uh, I felt the, it was yeah, from him. Yeah, he was like yeah. curious to see what my answer would be. He was curious yeah. to see if I turn around and be like, "How dare you?" Yeah, no. and I was <laughs> yeah. like, "No, I'm not." And yeah. He was like, "Okay," or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's fine with me. Um, yeah, hmm. I find it so. You cause me confusion in my head. Your gender. Oh, do I? Not confusion at all, but like, I I think maybe it's just because I met you. As Annie, mm. and like your name in my head is Annie, and when I hear mm. your boy name, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like remember the other week in my mm. house, and I was introducing you to a housemate, and I was like, this is Annie, and you're like, Stephen. And I was like, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I know, yeah, but I'm the same with other queens who I've primarily known, you know, in drag. It feels so alien to say their boy name. Yeah, but my family, so like icky. when they were gonna see you at the PJ event, they were like, what? What do we call him? I was like, what's Stephen? Like his name, I suppose. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I was like, call him whatever. Like, yeah, I don't care what I'm called out of drag, but if I'm if I'm in drag, I'm gonna be called Annie. Yeah, fair enough. I'm called Stephen if I'm in a dress. I'm just like, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what What's your opinion on like your personal pronouns? Would you be comfortable with a they? <laughs> Do you get asked your pronouns? Mm-mm. No, I don't get asked. I do identify as a cis man. So I'm grand with he. I never, I did, I did think for a while that I might be non-binary. Really? I think that actually was, it was down to what I sort of mentioned earlier, which is I kind of had rejected what I considered the masculine side to myself. So I was never comfortable around boys because I was always attacked or rejected by them. Mm -hmm. So I never, when I was, you know, in school, um, I was kind of like, I felt like an alien because I obviously wasn't part of the boy groups because I was too femme. And then I would align with 
whatever girls put up with me. But I always, there was always moments where I knew I wasn't in the inner girl circle because I wasn't a girl. And so I used to wish I was a girl because it would make my life so much easier. I used you know? to get that too. Wasn't that crushing when like, it was like, you're allowed to come this far and now and you then, need to yeah, stop. Yeah, exactly. <gasps> like you're allowed when my to friends the... started getting their periods, oh. I was like, Oh, Devo. How dare you do yeah. this without me? No, literally when my... When... I will put a tampon in you. <laughs> When my parent my parents gave me like the talk, I came away thinking that ejaculation was like a male period, and I was like, "Yay!" <laughs> Ew! I know. Isn't that so gas? <laughs> so I came in the next day and I was like, "Girls, I've got news." <laughs> I don't know why you're giving out about it. It's really fun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Periods are great. <laughs> oh, I had a period this morning. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I think I'm just about to have a health period. <laughs> the tampon so uncomfortable, girls. How do you do it? <laughs> Ew. Your makeup producer just ropes the episode. <laughs> But yeah, so I, I I never was I never belonged anywhere, do you know? But I definitely was like allowed at least in the front garden of femininity. Yeah. Do you know? Mm-hmm. But wasn't even, you know, near the street. So was that your first boy. back garden in femininity? <laughs> <laughs> I showed you everything. Yeah, you were. You were. Mm. Yeah. Showed you my lady garden. Yeah, I'm privileged. It was a beautiful garden. Thanks. Stunning. Um yeah, but I actually was shocked though because I was like, I've never seen one of these in person. That was literally like assault. I <laughs> that was literally like I Louis CK'd you. I did not mean to do that. Like I think it's so funny. And then I was like, no, I've I only know it. I'd only known you for like three months, and I was yeah, like, we're... I just whipped my fanny out and showed it to you, and I was like, maybe I should. Now I'm like a lot more careful. I'm like, do you want to see it? No, before I, I do enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but like the look of it shock just, it took for me a by second. Surprise, yeah. yeah. Well, because I just didn't expect well, you to be God naked. Well, you enjoyed it. Yeah, imagine yeah. you turned around and were like, put that away. Oh, my God. <laughs> but like, no. then you could have, you would have had every right. Like, yeah. that was very yeah. problematic of me. No, no, but it's okay. I think, I think you, you, you got the vibe. I've learned to Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, you wouldn't do it to everybody. <laughs> uh, so I feel, I feel special. But, um, so yeah, then I, I always, I kind of was always like, oh, jeez, I don't really know what I am. Like, I never felt like, comfortable to align with male or female so it's like maybe I'm in the middle mm. but I actually think it was more just to do with the fact that I, I wasn't comfortable with my own masculinity yeah and now I'm kind of I feel like I'm leaning into it more now and it does feel like yeah at home but it's not necessarily f- obviously I'm I'm a mixture in terms of qualities but I think most people are but yeah, I entertained the idea for like a second that maybe I was like some sort of gender fluid, non-binary mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I'm just trying to intellectualize my personality yes. and divide things into gender. Oh my God, Because yes. I'm thinking in my head, well, I can't be a woman if I this. Oh my God. Yes. And I was like, what? <clears throat> this whole intellectualizing, like it kills everything. I like yes. always knew I wanted a vagina. Mm-hmm. Well, not always, but like that it was going to end in me getting a vagina. Like I knew I was going to go the whole way. Yeah. Sorry, not the whole way. That's actually a really problematic thing to say, but I'm glad I said it <laughs> because a lot of people think, oh, 
you know, to go the whole way is to get a vagina. You can be a woman with a penis. Oh, that's absolutely, not the whole way. Yes. That's not the completion. Yes. For you, know? you, it was your yeah the end of yeah, your journey. 100%, yeah, hundred percent. But like, yeah. also, I'm I'm saying that because that is actually a very common phrase in society, mm. and like, I don't mm. believe that it's the whole way at all. Um, anyway, I knew that it was gonna go that way. Yeah, but I used to be like, but I don't hate my penis. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, ooh, 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 like hemming and hawing over it. Or I used mm. to be like, ooh, I think I had these doubts. Mm. And yeah. then I was like, yeah. why am I trying to intellectualize these things? If I have doubts, that's okay. Mm. If I have like, mm. or whatever, at the end of the day, I'm making a decision yeah. from a place of rationality. Yeah. And like, then I used to think as well, if at the end of the day I turn around and regret it, on my own head be it do you know what I mean yeah, like this yeah. whole thing but anyway I'm well, going a little bit off topic but uh, well I think I think what like you're sort of touching on as well is like and I think this gets applied to gender way too much it's just thinking in terms of absolutes yes. or like either or whereas like actually two opposing realities can be true at once Definitely. like you can want vagina but also not hate your penis enjoy what you had for now for yeah then, yeah, yeah. Um, but people just can't handle that. Like they just glitch mm. at the possibility of two realities. Yeah, people, people, I think, like would prefer to think that I was like so <laughs> distressed before yeah. my vagina and that like, yeah, I, I've had a lot of like cis people be like, is life much better now? Mm. And like, I'm like, well, I was like, OK, beforehand. And mm. then they, they, they're like, well, no, you weren't. And I'm like, my mental illness was nothing to do with what I had. Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. Like I went through some dark yeah. times, but it wasn't because I had a dick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the whole obsession with the whole the trying thing. to th- overthink these things yeah. like sexuality, like gender. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody who has never had to question their sexuality, a straight person, if you ask them to describe why they're, mm. they wouldn't be able to. Mm. It's yeah, not it's something you feeling. can intellectualize. It's not something you yeah. can really put into words. If somebody, yeah, ditto somebody who's never had to question their gender. Mm-hmm. If you ask, well, why do you feel like a boy? They're just like, well, I just do. Yeah. This having to constantly define and be like, well, I'm a boy because I'm this. I'm non-binary because I'm this or whatever. This whole thing, like, I, I totally mm. believe, yes, there are people who are men, there are people who are women, and then there are people who are neither. Mm. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, why do we have to go any further in explaining it? There are people who are straight. There are people who are um, attracted to their, their gender. And then mm-hmm. there are people who are attracted to everyone. Yeah. Why do we need to go that much further? I you know. know. Yeah, it just is. Yeah. Like, it is. And there are people who are straight who will sleep with men sometimes. Mm-hmm. There are people who are yeah. gay who might sleep with... I know so many gay men who are like, oh, I slept with a woman one time. Yeah. Just for fun. It was grand or yeah. whatever. And I think straight people should be allowed to do that too. Yeah. No, just I, yeah, I know gay guys who just have like randomly have sex with women sometimes. Yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah. If you want to have sex with somebody, just have sex with somebody. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I think you're just... Tra- like, you're just attracted to, you know, a certain energy or vibe or like yeah. physicality or whatever sometimes you're attracted to a moment you're just yeah. like this moment I want to have sex with this person and I yeah. probably never will want to again and it's yeah. because we're both feeling intimate at the moment or we're both drunk or we're both high or we're both or whatever like mm-hmm. why worry about it after that you know yeah yeah exactly there doesn't have to be you don't have to like you don't have to update your LinkedIn a hundred percent. Your CV can remain as is. And also, it doesn't need to be this fucking dirty secret either. No. The amount of men yeah, I've had yeah. like come up to me and be like, "Oh, I slept with a man one time," and like, "Oh, if if all my family found out or my friends knew, they'd be so shocked or whatever." And I'm like, 
oh my god it must be exhausting to live like that who gives yeah, a shit yeah and also I'm like your friends wouldn't care <clears throat> no not your family wouldn't care but but I think do you know what's the funny thing about like you know um, you know having a, a like a trans experience or like a gay or a queer experience is that when you you know are open about that or declare it in some way say for like trans people automatically people start thinking about genitals mm-hmm. because they think that's what it boils down to of course and the same thing when you come out as like gay it's like all of a sudden you're telling your parents that you like sucking dick yeah you know and like straight people don't have to go into those details they don't have to talk about their sex Not with their parents at all or their genitals at all do you know but like suddenly this like really kind of like intimate part of you is like general discussion yeah do you know and I don't know I, th- I think people get really like hung up on it completely yeah. I, I think that's why like a lot of like previously I think obviously it's got a lot better now but it obviously still happens a lot too a lot of fathers have problems with their sons being gay it's because they start imagining yeah yeah. and it's like oh don't go there <laughs> yeah Jesus I know <laughs> um, <I'm> sick <laughs> yeah that's like me meeting like my daughter's boyfriend and immediately imagining them railing each other being like <laughs> Oh, I'm uncomfortable with this now. Like, you wouldn't do that. Nobody wants it. Why is yeah. it different, you know? I know, I know. Yeah, um, that's why it's so scarlet, though. Yeah, yeah. To, to come out was really scarlet because you have to go around and talk about that to people. You would never talk about things like that, too. Do you know? Totally. So I think, you know. Mm. When did you come out? Um, A week before my 18th birthday. Really? Yeah, because I set myself the deadline of 18. The 70s. <laughs> no, in my 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, a week before my 18th. I'd come out, I'd come out to like a few, well, I had like two friends. So I told mm. them when I was like 16. Mm. And uh, then, yeah, I told my parents a week before my 18th. And my dad was like great. He was actually amazing because he was like, well, obviously. Yeah, you know? and then he was really proud that I'd done it, and he went around telling uh, everybody with my consent. Uh, he went and told like all the extended family, so I didn't have to keep doing it. Lovely. So That's a really made, nice like, thing to do for somebody. Honestly, yeah. He, it's like he just updated the family newsletter and and sent it around. He did yeah. an email blast, you know. <laughs> and I was so delighted because I didn't have to face people. Yeah, I'd keep saying it and keep saying it. Not that anybody was shocked, but my mom was shocked. Was Even though I'm, I'm, I would say I'm much closer with her. But she just said she had never, like, put me in any sort of box. She just, like, accepted me for who I was. And she never really thought about that side of things. Okay. So she just was, like, stunned. And I was like, ma'am. <laughs> like, yeah. So the other day, right, I was talking about all the absolute faggotry I used to go up to as a child. And I, if there was a list that I, I think I was, like, trying, I had a bucket list, maybe. So, like, the things I used to enjoy. Obviously, dressing up in dresses, wearing wigs, playing with dolls, 
collecting porcelain dolls, collecting fancy paper. Now, I don't know, does anyone who listens to your podcast, are they old enough to know what fancy paper is? Well, I thought fancy paper would just be fancy paper. It was, but it was like scented sometimes. And you would buy like a pad of this fancy paper and it would have like puppies on it. But they, the colours were so washed out that you could barely see. But it was a whole pad of this puppy paper. And then you would have like your puppy paper and then you'd be was like... Was the brand oh. name fancy paper? No, no. Oh, it, sorry, no, sorry. No, that's what you call it. it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I didn't just call it that. It, oh. That's what the craze was called. Okay. It was fancy paper. So, but it was all like pastels, florals, kittens. Beautiful. So like you would have like your... um your pad of like puppies and you'd be like oh I'll swap you one of my puppy papers for one of your kitten <laughs> papers and then everybody would have an envelope of like their swapsy bits I was so camp I was so what camp the fuck? I know that was the 90s that's what we had to deal with Fair. the paper uh, my mom used to make me paper dolls I used oh, to she used lying to make... listening to your transistor radio <laughs> Mother, uh, get something on the gramophone. On the gramophone. I feel like dancing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, no, I just did everything. And I had fashion wheel. Do you know what that is? No. So that was a toy where it was like, basically like three concentric circles. And like the center one was like a head, then a torso and then legs. And you could spin them around and create different outfits. Oh. But the but it was just basically like something for like, what's that thing where you like put a page on something and then... Tracing. Like, yeah, it was like tracing. You kind of just like put a marker over or like a crayon and it would, you know, show oh, up. Cool. So I had like My Little Ponies. I just had all the bits. Mm. And so when I told my parents, I was like, surely... Yeah, because they they were Is they that your were. Mom's name? I said, surely, <laughs> surely you can't be surely serious. I'm gay. <laughs> yeah, surely. <laughs> that was the yeah. worst joke I've ever made on this podcast. No, I'm here for it. <laughs> Go on. Um. Yeah. No, I just was. I was stunned that she was stunned, but then she came around, and now she's. Ah, yeah. It probably was just a she stunning. Have a bad in like, she yeah, have that's she just, it, but that's she just it. Was shocked. I can imagine that, like, if you've never put your child into a box and they suddenly put themselves into a box, oh. it's kind of like, oh, mm. I never thought this would happen, and how do I feel about it? I think yeah. sometimes as well with things like that, you probably have to go away and be like, think about, be, be like, how do I feel about this? I think my mom did the same yeah. when I told yeah. her I was trans. I think she kind of went away and went, this is a new new information. Yeah. I need to think about this for a while, and then yeah. she was like, oh, she ran with it, you know, and that's and, understandable. And when did you? When did that happen? Um, yeah, no, like I was like, I was 17, like I had finished school. Did you and, skip like, transition year? Yeah. Ironically. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I'm so annoyed I didn't make a joke about that. I thought that was what was coming. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I'll do it for her. Sorry, um, I'm a bit locked now. The, uh, I'm not firing all cylinders anymore. Yeah, no, I told, yeah, I told, I, 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 I <laughs> Sorry, I can't move on from transition here. Transition here. It's been five of them now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You're still doing your mini company. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much charity work. Still um, in Bernardo's. <laughs> I'm now in my work experience, oh, actually. Right. I got a job a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, um, that placement's very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Um, I, was ta- I was talking. I know, I'm sorry. Serious. No, I can't remember. Um, mom, I told my mom, yeah, when I was like 17. And I don't know. We'll talk about And that. is that, is that, is that young 
relative to the typical age? I think it's mm, I think it's probably quite typical now, but I think back mm. then, like it, you know, it wasn't a thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't really a thing to be like a trans teenager. Oh, it was something people yeah. did when they were older. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like a small mm. enough population as well. Yeah, because even in the last few years, it's, you know, it's a lot more visible. Yeah, because it's more accepted. People Mm -hmm. see it as like a road they can go down now. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's important for kids to be able to explore their gender with, again, without having to, you know, commit to a certain path for the rest of their lives. Do you know? Yeah, the kettle agrees. Oh, the kettle. I think the kettle is doing, you know, when you go to a poetry slam and people are like, they just do snaps for the poem. Yeah. See, th- I'm going to say they about the kettle because we don't know. Mm-hmm. So they are agreeing yeah. with us. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I think I'm like th- we should be, we should let kids just explore. Like what, what, one of the things I love about prides and like some of the regional prides that I've done, uh, like Mayo and, um, well, particularly the Mayo, is like you do get to meet loads of like, like 13, 14, 15 year old kids who, you know, identifies non-binary at the time that you meet them. Yeah. They may not stay on that path, of but course. they're just, they're just having a look. They're not doing know? any harm. They're not doing any harm. And they're so, like, um, joyful just to see other people doing it and, like, see, like. Totally. It's so heartwarming. It's so fabulous. It must be know? gorgeous, exciting for them, yeah. To yeah. feel like, oh, I'm, I'm in this club, like. Yeah, and you can just see their eyes just lighten up. It's actually so wholesome. Yeah. Courage. Yeah. Do you know? And in a world that leaves, I'm going to be serious for a second, but in a world that leaves queer kids out of the conversation so much, Mm. that is why pride is so important. Yeah. Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm right. Um, Um, I'm going to try that kettle over you now if you get serious like that again. (laughs) We need to wrap up. Okay. Um, so Niall's doing a very rude should, gesture to make us finish uh, up. I, <laughs> I think we should end with you asking me a question of your choice since I didn't ask the world a question. Oh God. I actually do you know before I came over I was like, Oh, I better get a question ready because I bet she's gonna ask me to ask her one. But I was actually gonna ask how um I was gonna ask about your orgasm, but we've already talked about it. Yeah, I got um I can go into more details. Yeah, I would like I, got, to, I would like to know more. Inquiring minds want to know. So basically like with the vagina now there's two erogenous zones. There is the the back of it which would have been the why do I always forget what that's called the thing in in a cis males Oh, like prostate? Yes. Yes. Thank you. The prostate. So now my vagina points towards my prostate. Oh, great. So that was actually how I stimulated it the other day. Oh, stunning. Um, Then, and then there's clitoral. And I've I've done clitoral orgasms before as well. Now, I think the magic is going to be doing both. I was going to say. But I'm not at that point yet. I bought (coughs) a magic wand literally yesterday. Oh, stunning. Because I went into Ann Summers and they were half price. (gasps) Oh, not sponsored. A bargain Um, wand. Yeah. We love a bargain wand. Well, like, they're just like, you need to spend a bit of money to get a good one. And this one was like, it was 19. I got it for like 45. Oh, stunning. Yeah. So um, you got it for 45, but it feels like 90. That's what you want. Well, yes, I haven't used it yet, but hopefully. I actually plugged it in before I left. Tonight. She's charging up. Yeah. Ready to go. Um, Let us know how you can. I'm minding 
Cormac's house this week. If you're listening, Cormac, I think he does listen. Um, Who's Cormac? <laughs> but I'm going. I'm going to be using it all over that penthouse because I live with people, and I'm very worried about buzzing. Like I, not all over. I'll use it. I'll use it in the bed prescribed to me. But like I, I epilate my legs. Do you know that? Oh, the, um, is that a really painful hair removal yeah, technique? But it's like, and I'm always okay. like, if anyone walk past my room, they think you're absolutely flat out. On I the don't magic mind. <laughs> like I wouldn't really mind if they thought that, but I'm also like, it feels like a waste if I'm not actually doing it. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna get the people clutching their pearls, you might as well be also getting an orgasm. Yeah, not exactly. removing hair, <laughs> not like, causing myself absolute hardship <laughs> by ripping my hair. Why out would one you by choose one. that method? Because I'm so lazy. I hate shaving because it literally you shave your legs and it comes back like a day later. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It lasts me like, I'd say 25 days. Oh my God. Smooth legs. And then wow. it takes ages to grow back in. Like, oh, so wow. I only have to do it like once every three months. Really. <gasps> That's amazing. Yeah. Do you think that would work on my neck? Or would that be painful? It'd be really sore. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get a laser. I don't lasered. know, because that hair would grow a lot quicker than arm or leg hair. Mm. Um, would you get laser? I have had laser. Oh, on my legs? Yeah. And uh, they're not dark enough. I oh, asked. I was, yeah, because I might get my fair. pinched one. But yeah. even then, it would only be like certain few of dark hairs. Mm. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to end on epilation? Um, yeah. <laughs> the epilation mountain. I think that that is it. Um. <laughs> I have no. We have to finish on something. Well, I can end on my thank you. Oh no! But did we finish the orgasm thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. Do you have any questions? More questions about that? How will you achieve the 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 two pronged approach? Um. So (laughs) I mean, ideally, it would be me flicking it while while being penetrated. Right. Yeah. 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 Finding it hard to do a dildo and that at the same time because I find. Also, you kind of need to concentrate at the moment. See, all this will become yeah. easier because the nerves right. are all waking up and they're all like exactly. responding yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm getting to know my body. Yeah. And New pathways have all to that form. Stuff. Exactly. Neural, neural plasticity. Like all those nerves are in there. They're just not yeah. they've, awake They've yet. just gone down the corridor. They're just yeah. like, sorry, I, I thought there was meant to be a door down here. I, yeah, exactly. I yeah. haven't stimulated them. I think because I was a bit yeah. afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair. Um, and then, yeah, so I will get there. But um, I believe in you. Yeah, again, I'm trying not to intellectualize it too much. I'm trying yeah. not to think about it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was reading about a lot of people who I was reading like a Reddit thread the other day and it was saying that, um, you know, it was advising women who were struggling post-surgery mm-hmm. to think of something really taboo. Oh. That they would be sexually attracted to. Something that they'd never watch porn of. Something that they've just oh. like never. And that is... T- in order to kind of trick your mind into like not overthinking anymore. You know, you're doing a whole new fantasy and you're getting lost in it. If you're doing the same old fantasy, it's really easy for your mind to go, oh, this isn't working or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So they were like, think, try and think of something brand new and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, "Mm, that's really good advice. Now, I didn't do that the other day to achieve my orgasm. Mm -hmm. But you said that kind of snuck up on you a bit, did it? It did. I was dilating. Yeah. And then I was like, right. this feels good. And then I was Ooh. like, you know, that new Jesse Ware song, that feels good. That's oh, yeah. Like. And yeah. I was like, that feels good. And then I was like, that feels good. <laughs> that and then I was like, that feels, feels good. good. And then I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to come. And then I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I just Amazing. kept going. And then then I came. I'm delighted. Mm. I'm so glad. And did you, was it like a relief? Did it feel like it was built up? <sighs> yeah, it was a relief, but it also felt... 
that's probably just me being hard on myself. I was a bit like, oh, I wish that was better. Right. But yeah, no, you do give feel it like, like a, 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 a C minus, B plus, B minus. Mm, I'd give it a D because I would hope I could go four levels from that at least. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good thinking. Um. Yeah. So does that mean it would get one one star out of five? Ah, uh, no, I'll get more than that. But f- five and eight F are completely different ratings, babe. That, well, you know, I'm trying to. Um, I would give to, it two I'm stars to, out of five. You, you're you're using metric. I'm using imperial. I would give it two stars out of five. Okay, fair. I will keep. Pop it on Yelp. Let's update it. Actually, maybe I'll keep this an exclusive thing when Annie's on. I'll talk about my work. Yeah, please. Um, yeah. I will just say as well, with some of these topics, I feel like we only just touch the... Like my topics as well as my guests are going to be revisited. You know what I mean? Good. Um, I don't know if I'll ever, it will ever be a case where I do the same topic with the same person. But yeah. nevertheless, I really enjoyed doing gender with you. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you for being vulnerable with me oh yes always but I also had a lot of fun um, thank you to my gorgeous handsome excitable um, beautiful producer Niall Duggan um, oh so adorable thank you Yee. he's very cute girls he's very guys, cute to see anybody else um, I, I would thank you <laughs> to <laughs> DJ Succulent um, for my beautiful music do you, do you know the song I do. No, I don't know all the words. <laughs> I know the words. Anyway, um, thank you <laughs> to the Bernard Shaw for being our home, even though I'm not here. Mm-hmm. Thank you to my gorgeous listeners. I, do, I realized I don't really thank you guys very often, but I really appreciate anyone who's listening at this point. She does. Um, Subscribe to the Patreon. Um, and thank you, Annie Queries. And thank you for having me. I had a ball again. again. Oh, well, it won't be the last time. pleasure. I hope not. Take care, Angel. Love you. Love love everyone listening. <laughs> we are so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we're Goodbye. locked. We're actually locked. <laughs> <laughs>